Auditory Nerves is a horror podcast that contains mature themes, sudden loud noises, and auditory depictions of violence and gore. A full list of content warnings is available in the podcast description. tape is property of the Berlo Hospital Archive and is intended for use by authorised personnel only. Offenders will be prosecuted and... Microphone. Microphone. Ah! Alright, where is the fucking paper? Okay. Tape 1 of an investigation into the pregnant mind and body by Dr. Selena Woodhouse is to be provided to Burlow Hospital. Date is August 22nd, 1969. Time is 11.05am. Okay, let's start. The purpose of these recordings is to be used as evidence in my essay regarding the mental and physical toll of childbirth. These tapes are all property of me and are to be heard only by me. In my two years as an obstetrician, I've treated dozens of expectant mothers and ensured that their bundles of joy come out as happy and healthy as any mother would want. However, unexpected changes can occur in the mothers, which I find myself unprepared for due to a lack of adequate research. In response, I have taken it upon myself to study a variety of cases with the purpose of uncovering the root of these symptoms. Subject 1 is patient Lilith McNeil. 24 years old, 167 centimetres and 63 kilograms. Currently in the first trimester at three weeks. Baby is expected 20 to 25th of May. I've never been on tape before. I'm quite nervous to tell you the truth. It feels like I'm on the news. Have you ever been on the news, Doctor? No, uh, no, I haven't. Oh, neither have I. I would have thought you had, though. What, with you being a doctor and all? Okay, that seems set. We're ready to start then. Is that all right with you, Miss McNeil? Oh, yes, that's fine. You may have to speak up for the microphone to pick up your voice. I said that's fine. Perfect. Before we begin, I have to read some things out. Do you mind? Do what you need to do, Doctor. I find this whole thing really quite interesting. Thank you. Tape 2, September 12, 1969, 10.15am. First trimester. Fetus tracking at six weeks. Pregnancy appears to be progressing well, though the patient is experiencing anxiety regarding the fetus's well-being. Can you elaborate on that for me, Miss McNeil? Do I need to introduce myself? I've already done that. Oh, I see. Um, well... It's like you said, Doctor, I've been experiencing some anxiety. To be honest with you, this baby is the one thing on my mind. I mean, all I can think about is making sure that this child is healthy. (laughs) What sort of mother would I be if I wasn't? Mm, Okay, and can you elaborate more on what the anxiety stems from? Is it regarding the baby's appearance or the actual process of giving birth? Trust me, Doctor, if there's something to be nervous about, I've felt it. Hurting it is a big one. I'm so careful when I leave the house. Roman used to call me a klutz because I tripped all the time. Ha, <laughs> clumsy Lilith. Patient fears hurting fetus. It's not just that though. Hmm? I have this off feeling about it, like it's angry with me. 
Does that make sense? I don't really know how to describe it. It's like, like I'm hungry all of the time, but also like I'm going to vomit. That doesn't really help, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm worried that there's something that's gone wrong already. I can assure you, Miss McNeil, this is completely normal. Paranoia whilst pregnant, especially this early on, is part of the process. I've seen it countless times, sometimes in much worse cases. The only thing that can become cause for concern from my end is how the mother copes. So, what do you do to stay calm? Watching TV? We just got one. Or listening to the radio, mostly. My neighbour suggested reading, she visits a lot, and she gave me all of these books. None of them really help, they just pass the time. It is important to find a way to control your anxiety. Anxiety, whilst normal when pregnant, is still dangerous. It can cause miscarriages. <gasps> but you're not anywhere near that level of stress, Miss McNeil. In fact, you're actually treating the issue quite well. Really? Mm. Recent studies have shown that playing music can benefit the fetus. Further into pregnancy, you can find that the child responds to different types of music. Some are of the belief that playing Mozart can lead to an intelligent child, so in you playing the radio, you're already on that right path. Perhaps getting some classical music records or any soothing music could help ease those nerves. I've never heard of that. You're better at this mother thing than I am so far, Dr Woodhouse. Your kids must be so lucky. I'm afraid I don't have any children of my own, Miss McDill. Oh. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to offend. No, no, it's, it's all right. I'm used to it. I'm <gasps> unable to have children, unfortunately. I'm so sorry. No need to apologise. There's more than one way to have a child, Miss McNeil. I do plan to adopt. It's more a matter of money. Isn't it always? I was quite nervous myself when Roman ran away with that other girl. He went to work... He made all the money, really. It was typical for him to leave the way that he did with her. Leave me? With all of that worry? That was Roman. I mean, I've never worked a day in my life. I thought Roman wanted children too, but apparently not. Men. I've been so worried about not being able to afford this baby. That's probably where my nerves are from. At this stage in the pregnancy, you'd tend to find that. Music. Music. Okay. Um, I can see that working. I'll have a talk with my neighbour. She's always playing her records in the... Tape 3, October 17, 1969, 12.38pm. Patient Lilith McNeil has progressed to the second trimester. Patient has been recording interruptions in sleep, claiming that the fetus is working her in the early hours of the morning. Patient further has reported cravings for food she considers unnatural, and experiences symptoms of nausea at foods that don't meet these requirements. She has gone on to... It just doesn't make sense, Doctor. I've never eaten kidney before. I don't know why I would want something I'd, I'd never had. It's possible you've seen it before in passing at a butcher or whilst doing the groceries and your brain has subconsciously taken note of it. It just doesn't make sense. Let's move off your cravings for now. In the grand scheme of things, lamb kidney is nothing. 
I had a patient who craved ice cream with lasagna. But raw? Is that not concerning? Not at all. I know you're smart enough not to eat it. Ice cream lasagna woman? Not so much. And how's your sleep? It used to be horrible. Like, really bad. I'd get these awful stomach aches. And I felt so, so hot, like I was on fire and... What's changed? Don't know. It just sort of... stopped. I'll tell you what, though. That thing with the music, that's changed everything. Go on. I got this record from my neighbour. It's so weird. She calls it White Noise. I don't know. I've, I've never heard of them. It's not music, just random sounds. Some new kind of wave thing. Probably foreign. But it saved me, Doctor. It's so calming. It's like the wind blowing through a flower field. It's so real. Sometimes when I close my eyes, I can almost smell them. And there's a baby in my arms, giggling and cooing. It's amazing. It's the best thing in the world, Doctor. When I hear it, Everything, the anxiety, my worries about Roman, the pain, it just melts off. And your neighbour, she got that for you? Yes. She's a lovely woman. She really is. She's just next door and she lives alone in this great big house. I think her husband died a while ago. I guess she sort of took to me when Roman left. She started seeing me and helping me in the garden, and it just grew from there. I take it that's how you got that flower, plant, greenery in your hair? This? <laughs> yes, we grew it together. She's got it all over my house. Isn't it beautiful? Dittany of Crete, it's called. She's always giving me things. She gave me this necklace. Isn't it pretty? It is. Unique engraving. I can't say I recognise the logo. It's a symbol. I don't know what for. Who knows with her? She's kind of kooky. I know, me calling someone kooky. She's quite lonely, so she's kind of pushy. This necklace is my good luck charm. That's what she told me. She said that whenever I get nervous about the baby, I can just hold my charm and listen to my record. I'm very happy to hear that, Miss McNeil. I was thinking about what you were saying, you know, about wanting to adopt and all, and... Well, I was thinking this. Because you're helping me so much, I'll make sure we give you one of these charms too. Just because it's helped me so much, you could put it into your research. Trust me, I will. I haven't missed out on a single detail. I hope you don't mind me asking, Dr Woodhouse, but if you had a child, what would you call it? I can't think of any baby names. Elliot. I've always loved the name Elliot. It is a beautiful name. Yes. Yes, I, I think so too. Tape 6, October 28, 1969. Patient's pregnancy is progressing at a rapid rate. I mean, this is something I've never seen before. That anybody has seen before. The fetus is only three months old, but from what I'm seeing, it's about the size of a five months. It's huge. Poor Lilith is carrying around maybe one of the biggest babies I've ever seen, and it's only going to keep growing. It has the appetite of a toddler too, from what I've seen. 
The patient has described the amount she eats, but cites that she is constantly hungry, no matter how much she eats. I mean, I can't believe what I'm witnessing. It's... it's a marvel of... Uh, can I help you, ma'am? I'm sorry for interrupting you, Dr. Woodhouse. I hope it wasn't anything important. Just recording some notes? I am sorry. I hate to interrupt the practice of science. Forgive my manners, Doctor. My name is Delphine. I'm Lilith McNeil's next-door neighbour. I'm sure she's mentioned me. Ah, the famous neighbour. Forgive me, I wasn't meaning to be rude myself. Lilith hasn't showed me any photographs of you. No need to worry, Dr. Woodhouse. No need to worry at all. I've only stopped by to just visit Lilith. She mentioned she had a check-up with you today. Is she here with you, Doctor? She's waiting for me in the consulting office. Oh, I shouldn't have intruded, Dr. Woodhouse, but I must admit I was looking for you. I am somewhat of a fan. Lilith talks about you all the time. Thank you. I'd better go check on her. May I come with you, Selina? Excuse me? Lilith did ask that I be with her there today. She gets so nervous without me, you see. I'm only allowed to let direct family in. I'm as close to family as that poor girl is going to get. You've seen how nervous she is, Dr. Woodhouse, haven't you? All alone in that house. I've become something of a second family ever since that terrible accident. Accident? Her husband? Roman? Has she told you? No. Just a few days before Lilith told him she was pregnant, the man went and got himself drunk at some dive and tried to drive himself home. He hit a wall, his head slamming onto some glass. Drunk driving, is that right? Head clean off. But Lilith and I have grown so close, I would really like to be there for her today. I promise not to be in your way, Doctor. Be sure not to touch anything. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor. Let me collect my equipment and we'll head over. By the way, your necklace is gorgeous. Uh, it reminds me of Lilith's. They're one and the same. We're sisters now, so we thought it'd be best to match. How sweet. Beautiful engraving, too. You'll be okay, sweetie. You'll be okay. It's moving so much, I don't know how much I can take. It's a means to an end. All right, Miss McNeil, let's get a look at you. The baby is progressing quite quickly. Oh, isn't it wonderful? He's so healthy. He? Oh, yes. He. It has to be a boy. He must be a boy. What makes you so sure? Mother knows best, Doctor. Did you bring the record? Of course. Would you like them, dear? What records? I hope you don't mind, Doctor. The baby seems to only be active when they're playing. It really shouldn't be too much of a bother. I'm not too sure. Maybe we save the music for after? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can you turn that off? Do you not like it, Selena? The sound of the beach. You hear the rushing waves, Selena. It's so piercing. That is because you are not listening. <gasps> he kicked! He kicked, Delphine! He kicked! My lord, he is! I can feel it! I can feel him! That's impossible. 
The baby shouldn't be kicking until at least four months. He's kicking, Selena. Come feel it. Come feel it. My God. I can feel it. Isn't it wonderful, Lilith? My beautiful boy. I can't believe it. He's growing so big. Oh, he is so close. Do you feel it, Lilith? Do you? Yes. Yes. November 10. Have you found any books to your interest? No, sorry, I'm just recording. November 10. I know I should be progressing with my investigation, but I haven't been able to shake this feeling that there is something happening between Lilith and Delphine. I mean, Lilith's always been a little quirky, but recently it's been on a different level. The eating, the plants, the necklace. Are you sure you don't need me to find anything for you? I'm all right, thanks. I couldn't shake the feeling that something was off. I've gone over these tapes a million times trying to find something, and then it hit me. Gratias TB Mamona Benny. Latin for Thank you, Mamon. Thank you for blessing us. We are grateful and we will be forever in your debt. It took me forever to figure out what the hell Mammon is, but I found it. In the New Testament of the Bible, Mammon is an entity often personified as and he's represented by a symbol, the same symbol they wear on. It's going to be perfect. I don't need any help. Can you please just leave me alone? There's so much in these books. Rituals, artifacts, folklore, demonology, herbs. Herbs. Often unavailable commercially, Dittany of Crete is known in Western ceremonial magic as one of the most effective herbs in spirit manifestation. Spirit summoning? Probably has something to do with that fucking sound they play. Jesus, how can they listen to it? What has she done to Lilith? And that baby, that huge four-month-old baby. Can I help you to find anything? Jesus! No, sorry, you scared me. No, I, I don't need any help. I, I told the other librarian. Other librarian? The other one walking around, older man, curly hair. I'm the only one working tonight, ma'am. Are you all right, ma'am? Uh, nothing, I'm just tired. I'll get out of your hair, thank you. Ma'am, ma'am, come back. I'm fine. You don't look well. Shit. The recorder. I need to save tape. 
Let me see him. Please let me see him. I I need to see him. I need you. Doctor Wood, huh? I can't keep making any more of these tapes. I can't. The fetus should be at five months. It is at five months, but it's the size of a toddler. They won't survive this. Lilith or her child. She weighs 56 kilograms. She has no fat on her. Her skin is literally shrink-wrapped around her body, around the baby. You can see the outline of the child in her stomach. It's pushing against her, tearing through her. Her stomach is this bruised colour, it's just a black spot. That baby is not alive. I haven't felt a heartbeat in weeks, but Lilith insists we just keep going. Delphine won't leave her alone. All that shit she's gotten her into her head. The music, the plants, all that pressure to follow her probably caused that miscarriage. She's been eating raw meat, for Christ's sakes. We're doing a scan today to finally get a look at the fetus. When that woman sees what she's done to that innocent girl's baby, that baby shouldn't have been hers. It didn't deserve this. They're all ready for you now, Dr. Woodhouse. All? Uh, what do you mean, all? I didn't know Lilith's family was that big. Nobody in there is her family. Are the scans nearly done? Just a little longer. Will he be all right? He? Child. I doubt it. He? I don't know what would happen if he wasn't all right. We don't know the gender. Scans are printing. Why are you calling it a he? There's something wrong. What do you mean? Oh my god. What's wrong, Doctor? What's wrong with her? It's trying to push out of her. It's gonna kill her. You can't stop it. I took an oath. I am not letting that woman die. Dr. Woodhouse. He's coming. The baby is coming. I don't want to do this. Oh, music. Oh, my God. No. 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 Please, no. Oh, God. Somebody get me another doctor, please. Stop standing there, you fucking lunatics, and help me. This woman will die. Your baby will die. He's trying to rip out of me. He will not die, Selena. I will not let him die. Rise. Rise. Rise.
My name is Selena Woodhouse, and I'm at the Bella Hospital in Queensland. If you find that I've been attacked by a woman named Delphine, she's in her 60s, she has curly hair. Please listen, Selena. What the fuck is that thing out there? A child, Selena. What have you done to it? I did nothing to him. He was always like this. He was always meant to be like this. Why? There's something wrong with him. He tore her apart. Lilith was aware of the risk. She committed to it. You killed her. That thing out there killed her. I can't let it live. You took an oath. When you became a doctor, you swore to care. I swore to care for people. That is not human. Its very existence is against that oath. You have no idea what kind of opportunity you are throwing away. Opportunity? How blind are you? He has chosen you. He picked you to thank you for all that you have done for him. He could have had Lilith, but she was not fit for him. He has seen your deepest desire and he has fulfilled what it. What are you talking about? Do you not see it? He Get has, away from me! He has picked you to care for him. I don't understand. Please just let me go. <laughs> let me go, please, let me go! I'm sorry, Selena, but I cannot do that. He will not accept us to help him. He wants you. I did nothing! You assured his health. You brought him this far. He saw your wish. My my wish for a child. He felt your heart ache for one. Our king is so generous. He has sacrificed his own mother to bring you his thanks. What do you want from me? It is not us, but he. They, all of them out there, will not understand. But we will follow his command. If he wishes for you to be his protector, then we will follow you. You're insane. This isn't real. This isn't real. You're insane. Then explain to me what you saw. What you see. He's looking at you, Selena. You can feel his eyes, can't you? Why is he crying? Cries <sighs> that only you can hear, Selena. He has chosen you to protect him. Do you not want to be a mother, Selena? But not like this! If you do not care for him, he will die. You have a child right in front of you, Selena. A beautiful, healthy baby boy. Listen to him cry. <sighs> Please! Make him stop! Please make him stop! You may make him stop. Make him stop. Nurse him. Silence him. Get that baby away from me, please! Get it away! Get it away! It's, it's stopped. He's, he's stopped. This is your instinct, Selena. He's so warm. Feel his warmth. He's so beautiful. Isn't he just? Your son is beautiful, Selena. My son? My son. My son. What is his name? He must have a name. A name? Right. A name for a beautiful boy. A name. Elliot. His name is Elliot. And a beautiful name it is. 
What a beautiful name, my king. Hello, Elliot. You have such beautiful eyes. You're such a beautiful boy. My beautiful boy, my beautiful boy. My beautiful boy, my beautiful boy, my beautiful boy, my beautiful boy. Written by Jackson Fryer. Directed by Charlie Johansson. Produced by Tuesday Tomlins. Edited by Manon Panier. Starring Jade Cassidy as Dr. Selena Woodhouse. Maddie Connors as Lilith McNeil. Rachel Woodnett as Delphine. Annabelle Gilbert as Diane. Bjorn Furbeck as Older Man. And Matisse Duncan as Librarian. Script researched by Kaylee May Lovegrove. And reviewed by Bree Botsford. Auditory Nerves is a Blatherskite podcast produced in partnership with the Queensland University of Technology.